Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Women. We see so much about it in the news. I am one. Maybe you are. Maybe you know one. And there's so much going on and so much that's not going on. And we need to talk about those things. We need to talk about them more. We need to investigate them. We need to dig down. Not a good idea to gloss over this and so important. So my guest today, Audrey Hope and I are going to be discussing women in the 21st century. So stay tuned. Welcome to Save Your Sanity Podcast. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler. Are you living with the chaos, confusion, and uncertainty that a toxic person loves to create? Is a partner, parent, ex, sibling, child, or coworker causing you to second-guess yourself? That can be crazy-making. I'm here to help you save your sanity. So let's get down to it and figure some things out now. Stay tuned. Well, I'm so glad you're here with us. I'm here with my guest today, Audrey Hope. Hi, Audrey. Hi, it's great to be here. I'm so glad that you're back. This is a return visit for Audrey. We previously spoke about another topic, and what we had to say about women was so intriguing that I invited Audrey to return. And if you're returning to listen to Emotional Savvy, I'm so glad you found value and you've come back. If you're a new listener, welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope you will become a returning visitor. Now let me tell you a little bit about Audrey. She is a clairvoyant medium and a trauma and relationship therapist who uses her ability to connect with the other side in order to help her clients heal. That's only a little bit about what she does. <laughs> In addition to her addiction and mental health work, she also utilizes her ability to help clients find out what's stopping them from finding true love and from conquering their life dreams and much more. And as I said, when we started to talk about women, Audrey, we found that there were so many things. So we keep hearing this phrase that people like to say, you've come a long way, baby. <laughs> right? And every time I hear, when I was a young woman, maybe in my 20s and I thought oh that's wonderful yes we're going to come a long way and as a professional speaker I used to be a road warrior you know speaking all the time and I would say you know as a young woman in this new era of women's issues sometimes I don't know quite where I stand because I get conflicting information so sometimes I'm not sure if I should bake a cake like Betty Crocker or burn my bra like <laughs> Betty Friedan you know <laughs> yes who I happened to meet by the way did you well, yes it was a real privilege it was I'm sure <laughs> yes so you know here we are still in this dilemma sometimes we're made wrong for not being womanly at home enough and sometimes we're made wrong for being staying at home and not getting out there and succeeding and sometimes we feel like there's where is the balance how do I find the balance who's who's judging and do I care right? <laughs> well so, I, you know the roles are changing right we we don't know where we are but that's a good place because you have to break eggs to make an omelet things have to break alchemy to change. So the confusion can be good if 
the results and the healing is the same, which it, it begins and ends with women. Women get to say no and enough and women get to choose. Our, I'm loving that we're talking about this because my goal in life is to set the record straight, the true story of women, right? Her story, not his story. If every woman knew the truth of her power and the true story, we could begin to heal what it is you are bringing up today, which is a woman must be in her power, period. Forget what the outside world is saying, but a woman needs to be in her power. And our power has been taken from us. It is a great conspiracy. As Joseph Campbell said, it's a counterfeit mythology. And we have to yes. right the wrong. Well, yes, I absolutely agree. And I don't think any of us missed the pun when you said women need to be in their power, period. Um, <laughs> right, I didn't catch that. Thank um, you. Because... <laughs> You know, we, we have been made less than just because of that period and many times. Well, we can't do things. We're, we're not equipped. We're not strong. We're the weaker. We're all of these things. Now, it's all bunk. We know it's not true. Uh, but it is a hierarchical system and kind of a tyrannical system that perpetuates that myth. Right now in our world, particularly here in the United States, we have a bunch of older white men making oh, decisions about women. And just for one minute, let's us all realize that this is a head-shaking moment. What? A bunch of men tell us what we can do, what we can't do, whether we can make a choice over our bodies, whether we can complain about an abusing spouse, whether... It's beyond... It is beyond. It is raging fire because it's happened before in what was told to us. They took our history away from the beginning. You see, it has to, we have to go to the roots of this. It was a way to take, um, he's always first and she's always second. We almost have to go back to Eve, right? In the garden. It's all her fault. And that, they used religion to take us down. And they said, God ordained it so that he is first. So it begins there. And they took our history away, which is the matriarchal line, the female religion that was so sacred and so powerful. And they hid the evidence and they rewrote the documents and they made us believe that history begins with the Bible. And it began so long ago with the matriarch. And on another spiritual level, it's so much more than about our rights. It is about our feminine spiritual power. It is about the goddess power, the feminine energy that lives within all of us. And I say this, can you imagine if every woman knew how powerful she really was and she did not wait on anyone or ask anyone for permission? And there's in the Vedas, it said the degree to which um, a woman is respected is the degree to which a society prospers. And this golden age and this rebirth has to happen with the woman coming back into her power. And we have got to rage and take it back. Enough with these white males. 
who are taking away our health care. I mean, this has got to stop, but we have to really rise up, time out, me too, because it has to happen on a spiritual level. And every woman needs to get her power back. Well, I so agree with you. And let's go down to that underlying piece there, because finding our power when outside influence, newspapers, radio, Facebook, social media, wherever you look, we see lovely, lovely opportunities and we go, yes. And then we see way more times, no, oppress, depress, suppress. And many times people, women, are not understanding the message. They're not embracing the message of their power. They're not self-empowering. They're not collaborating. How many times, Audrey, do we meet competitive women who do not know how to hold hands and make great things happen. Instead, they feel they have to be in a competitive model. Now, I understand that from a brain chemistry, sexual model where I want that guy and the hormones kick in and those things happen. But in our intellectual functioning and our understanding of how the world works, we have to have an entirely different model. Definitely, it's a trick. See, they tricked us, you see? They made us against each other, you right. see, and they made us turn against ourselves. So it's not only all the things they did, which is invade us, take our history. They also got into our souls and they made us believe we're wrong. We need to be fixed. There's something. We're not skinny enough, smart enough, you know, you know, whatever. Oh, oh the aging, the aging. We're too old. So if a woman is worried about her wrinkles, she's not going to be in her power. And so, of course, we're also going to fight with each other because we bought into the whole lie. So I say one woman at a time. <laughs> one woman at a time. If you can get it, it can spread. But at least we begin there. It's all been a trick. And that is what we have power to go. You know what? I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not going to let them trick me. And so I say we also have to live in the sovereign power, right? Yes. No enough. I'm not taking it anymore. And you know what else I'm not doing? I am not self-slapping and hurting myself. Every woman has got to stop putting herself down. In whatever way that is, self-criticism, I'm not good enough and I'm not skinny enough, stop it. It needs to stop. And when we get each woman on their own, stopping that and then turning on their power, which is actually a spiritual thing to activate, activate the inner light and the light, inner, like turning into the lighthouse. There is a way as a spiritual healer. I like to do that with women, turning it on. And once we open up our intuition and we turn on this power, there is no stopping us. And that is what is meant to happen in this time period, though it looks so bleak because the women have got, are the healers, the nurturers, and guess what else? They hold the apple of enlightenment. So the story of Adam and Eve, that could be a trick right there too. She's saying to Adam, wake up, we must evolve. And the serpent, which always represents the enlightenment, is the wise one. So they could have changed that story too. And here we are hating ourselves. And once we stop doing that, the sky's the limit. 
Sure, I absolutely agree. And to extend that, I mean, think about the serpent as the Kundalini energy rising. Mm -hmm. Think about all of those pieces of the puzzle. And yet, you know, when we have inequity, when the woman in a, a marriage that has young children is maybe working, childcare, doing all those things, and maybe in an inequitable situation, maybe there are high expectations that she should be knocking herself out, exhausting herself, and being emotionally drained, and that somehow makes her doing it the right way. Um, we have to start looking at those things. You know, Audrey, I always say, and I'm just about to do a video on it, that there are three hallmarks of a healthy relationship any relationship for adults and if they're not there then you have to have a really good look at why not and how to get them and that's equality reciprocity and mutuality and totally. if, if those three things are not happening they are not evident they are not felt then you are going to have a trouble with the relationship and you ought to have a trouble with the relationship because you should be unsettled you mustn't sit back and say, oh, I guess that's just the way it is. No, it isn't. And we're not saying, you know, be militant, get out there, everybody chop your hair off and, <laughs> and run in the streets. Not we need all. to be inhabiting the feminine and saying, no, this is what our power looks like. It has to be equal. It's like sides of a pillar looking up. We have, it's like a triangle looking up. And it has to be equal. And the balance of the patriarch, it has taken down our, our uh, we're so low and we give our power away to everything as women. And that's where we have to take it back. So it's equalized. It has to be equal men and women moving together in a relationship. And so it also has to be financial too. A woman has to really stop being a slave to a man financially so it's always good to educate the woman on how to take care of herself because when she, you know, men are afraid of women and their power. And that's why they did. If you say, why did they work so hard to take us down in so many ways? Because we are that powerful and we hold so much intuition, women's intuition. And it's really scary to a man who's not healed himself. So, a man who's a king knows she's a queen, right? And that's how it has to be on equal footing. He knows what she carries. Mm -hmm. and, and think about the Dalai Lama saying that the hope for the world is with the Western woman. I mean, there's recognition there. I believe it's, that. And yes. it's, it's important that someone recognizes that. And the most important person to recognize that is the individual woman. Absolutely. And to gather together in empowering places, not, don't worry everybody, we're not suggesting you get together and, and, and decide on castration. It's, it's saying, you know, you're beautiful, you are worthy, you have the right, you can speak up for yourself, you can say no to abuse. All of these things, you need the power within yourself to say, yes. I can do those things differently. And this is what I mean when I'm talking about emotional savvy. Like have the emotional savvy to know 
where your power is, what you think about things, what your rights are. You know, so often, Audrey, I'm talking about the the rights that are related to the chakras. Like if you look at the first chakra, it is the right to exist. Do you actually, as a woman, embrace the right to exist or do you have some mitigating circumstances that have made you feel like, well, maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I should just stay on the edges of everything. That's a very basic place to start, isn't it? It really is. And that's why I say, let's get the women together for 20 minutes. (laughs) How long will it really take? My whole mission when I started Real Women, which was Positive Role Models for Women, a TV show way back when, Mm -hmm. was because I wanted to say to the women of the world, you know, you're brainwashed. Because a lot of women don't know that they are. They really don't. So that alone, do you know that the story has been changed? Do you know that you've been lied to? Do you know that the history is not what you were told? And could you imagine that you have this goddess magic inside of you and that you can use it for healing, for nurturing, for enlightenment? And what it would be like if each woman did that Mm -hmm. and stopped taking down themselves and then we'd have one, then we'd have two, and then we'd have three. Then we'd have a re-evolution, which is what we need. It has to be a spiritual re-evolution, which I say is beyond the rights of you know laws and stuff. It has to be a real deep change of each woman to know that she's always, always had the spiritual enlightenment to give the world. So yes, it must be with women who heal the planet. So um, when we look at the politics, what's happening now, there's so much male energy in the world, right? So it's the women uprising. We're not at the end of the story yet. You know, that, that women's march was just incredible. The pictures of the women out, it was just, when you get sad, just look at that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's there. And I think, too, that we need to think about the things we say. You know, like we we used to have marches that were called Take Back the Night so that we would women would feel safe being outdoors at night, right? Something as simple as that. But if you think about the metaphor of that, it is that the darkness, mm-hmm. the darkness, we have to shed light in that darkness to make everything safe. And safety is not receding. Safety is being equal. Safety is being able to be seen and heard and known and acknowledged and appreciated and accepted in an equal, reciprocal, mutual way. And those are the relationships that lift your soul and fill your spirit and cause you to say yes to love. And that that love is not some airy-fairy thing that you see on the television screen, <laughs> but it starts from within because when somebody gives you love, you have to be able to recognize it because you already have it and you have it to respond to. So we've talked about global issues around this. Let's get to the very specific things. When, when people want to talk to me about self-love, I usually end up rolling my eyes. And the reason is because it has been so desecrated. Um, the idea of self-love can feed into a narcissistic ideology. And that can be very damaging. But you know, I had a guest in episode 98 
And he gave this definition of self-love. See what you think, Audrey. His name is Jonathan Asley, and he said, self-love is our capacity to feed our spirit, fill our love cup, and feel inner peace. Sounds glorious. I can go with that. Inner as peace. a definition of self-love, that we, our capacity to feed our spirit, fill our love cup, and feel inner peace, so that we are absolutely fine as an individual, an independent, strong individual human, and that we then want to join with another strong, independent human who will offer those yes. three hallmarks, love, yes. equality, reciprocity, and mutuality. So... We know that uh, there's definitely a lot of inequity outside of the Western world, um, but we have this this residual feeling of not being enough. It's terrible, that feeling of not being enough. It's very damaging. But we have to, I would say self-love is how you treat yourself. Just how, you know, let's take it to a New York level, okay? Keep it real. How do you treat yourself? Do you speak badly about yourself? You know, this all started for me when I worked in a woman's clothing store and I saw, so um, when I was working in a woman's clothing store, I could not believe how women treated themselves. And no matter what size they were, they always had a complaint. I'm too fat, I'm too this, I'm too that. And it really affected me. And I said, I had to do something about this. And so I, I read two books that really inspired me, The Beauty Myth by Naomi Wolf and The Undeclared War Against American Women about what the media does to women. And I said, I have to just help women stop the narrative, the language of how they treat themselves. And so it's very basic, very simple. How do you talk to yourself? Do you criticize yourself? Mm-hmm. You see, it's not what other people do to us, but it's what we do to ourselves because of it. You know, mm -hmm. do we um, put ourselves down? And so even when I work with addiction and all the trauma, you know, of self, uh, sexual abuse, the thing spiritually is we have rights to take our power back on a soul retrieval level. And so that is a very sacred sanctuary that no one gets to touch. A room of our own, a place of our own, we get to decide how we treat ourselves. Yes. And, you know, I've given so many seminars, Audrey, as you have. And I will ask women after I believe that they trust me to put up their hand and take a vow and repeat after me. And it's this what I ask them to do. I solemnly promise to never say anything about myself mm -hmm. that I do not want to be true. That is powerful. I love that. And, you know, it takes a little while mm -hmm. for that to sink I mean, in sometimes yes. and would generate a lot of mm -hmm. conversation. Mm -hmm. But it relates to what you were saying because mm -hmm. we say things to ourselves, and that is very powerful, just saying yes. things to yourself, yes. very reaffirming, reinforcing, and can be very creative. Mm -hmm. And so we begin to have those things we say to ourselves as our belief system about ourselves. Mm -hmm. And we can change that. Yes. And that's that is our power, power to, <laughs> yes, exactly. The power to change it. 
we can do that. And that's where the power lies in our ability to not wait. And you also said relationships, which I love to think that relationships should be an icing on an already amazing cake, which is you. So women have to be magnificent, take their power back and love themselves first and heal. We have to heal. And a lot of that has to be these behaviors, just very simple behaviors is where we can begin in boundaries and then have a great marry yourself first and then go towards a relationship because we can't wait for anyone to save us. Well, I absolutely agree. We have to be our own best friend and we have to be our own backup. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean that we can't be interactive. It doesn't mean we can't be collaborative. It doesn't mean we can't have mutuality in a relationship. In fact, there must be mutuality in any successful relationship where Mm -hmm. someone feels inequity. Yes. But it does mean that we have to be willing to know who we are. And so frequently, Audrey, I'm sure you run into this. I certainly run into it when I say, spend time with yourself every day. Just meet yourself in the silence. And women go, oh, no, I'm too busy. No, no. Start by meeting yourself in the silence and just being unafraid of who you will find. And then begin to say, who am I? What do I value? What's mm-hmm. important to me? How do I feel? Well, how would I like to feel? You know, allow yourself to play with ideas. Nobody's in your head listening. You are allowed to go in there and have all of these thoughts. And then you can enjoy mm-hmm. moving forward, knowing yourself a little better. And then you can say, you know, because my work <laughs> is all about people who are who are in toxic relationships. And if you don't realize that you dislike how you're being treated and maybe you notice in the silence that you feel anxious all the time then you can follow that thread of a thought what causes me to feel anxious what would i like to change how would i like to feel and maybe you do that in 90 seconds or uh you know you it's how long does it take (laughs) that's right when we say sit down and and get acquainted with yourself it doesn't mean that you've got to carve an hour out of your day to sit quietly that would be lovely and i highly recommend it but start by recognizing that just encounter yourself in the silence you'll never be able to encounter your spiritual self in the silence if you don't create the silence yes and you're right well women take the time to do that because they always feel they have to take care of everyone but they forgot about themselves right yes and right self-compassion <laughs> is something that if we don't have then we get in resentment when we have Mm -hmm. compassion for other people. We have to look at the equations that we create. If I am always in giving mode, you know, Audrey, there are two phrases that I would like to eradicate from the English language. One of them is brutal honesty because it doesn't, you don't, you can be totally kind and totally honest at the same time when you have good communication skills. So brutal honesty is just asking for permission to be rude and cruel but the other one is i would like to eradicate is give until it hurts because when that gets into your soul and you think you have to be this giving factory and there is no reciprocity there is no loop in which you're being fed and then you can feed an example of this is self-compassion when you have compassion for yourself you can actually have real empathy 
And you can know when mm -hmm. your cup is empty and know where to go mm -hmm. to fill it up and how to do it. But mm -hmm. if you're in that give until it hurts mode, if everybody was in that, everybody would be hurting. Absolutely. And I'd like to also take it to the level of energy. You know, karmically too, do we take on the energy in our relationship? Do we take on the energy of our kids? We're carrying baggage and there's so much baggage. And a lot of times this depression and anxiety is just a matter of energy taking on too much. And women have to learn to stop doing that. You know, spiritually, the truth is we're all in our own classroom on earth, right? And we have to learn that we're not really here to save anyone. We're here to become the best that we can be. So if we become a lighthouse, shine our light, we invite others to do the same. You see, so there's so much that we do energetically that hurts us. We take on and then we wonder why we're, we're so depressed. We, I don't know. It's just like we're wired to do that and we have to stop it. We are not to take on the energy of our mates and then carry it. It, it has to be like, what's yours, what's mine, and know how to separate it because it becomes very, you can get sick from that. And working with people, you know, you're allowed to dump the garbage and the baggage. And so we cut cords and chains and invisible energy. And that's something that I found works across the line, no matter how much therapy or training someone has. Have you done it on an energetic level? Oh, absolutely. Yes. And you know, talking about just one piece of what you said, an, ener an energetic exercise that I learned from one of my friends who is a, a light worker. And she, she said, you know, just sit and go, okay, that's theirs. This is mine. That's theirs. This is mine. Like cleaning out a closet. That's right. You know, this goes in the goodwill and this one goes in my favorite things. Yes. Right. Yes. And so it's important for us to mm -hmm. learn how to do that. And mm -hmm. I hope that people listening today, men and women, because men have to understand women, how to support women to come into their full power because they'll be the best partner you ever had. And then women, we need to support one another. We need to be in that wonderful relationship of equality, reciprocity, and mutuality with our life partner as well. So, Audrey, this has been such an exciting conversation. I love it. <laughs> and um, so many good things for people to think about. I hope that everyone will and that they will listen a couple of times because there was a lot of meat here. Now, yes. my guest is Audrey Hope. You can find her at AudreyHope.com. A-U-D-R-E-Y-H-O-P-E dot com. So much there for you. So many ways to uh, be uh, lifted up, learn, grow, change, empower, all of those things. So go to AudreyHope.com. And if you're a new listener to Emotional Savvy, I hope that this inspired you to take some action today and that you will join us again. And remember, be very good to yourself. Take very good care of yourself because you matter. Talk soon. Thank you for joining me on the Save Your Sanity podcast today. I hope you've had some new insights some ideas and strategies to help you gain clarity and confidence for moving forward toward greater emotional health and safety. You deserve that, and so do your children. If you found value here and would like to support this podcast with a dollar or five each month, please do so at patreon.com slash saveyoursanity. 
Learn more about how to work with me via video conference, join my optimized circles, or subscribe to this podcast on my YouTube channel at my website, transformingrelationship.com. Talk soon.